Yo, welcome to the High and Dry podcast with me, Oshin, uh, and Derek McGarrigal. And as always, my second name is Hanlon. <laughs> That's true. That's all accurate. Oh, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to you. There are our loyal listeners. How are you doing, D? D? I'm, I'm good. How yeah. are you? I'm fantastic. Oh, I know is we're on camera and you're not wearing a shirt. Huh? That's, that's going to be just part of it. I've been watching too much Michael Jackson. <laughs> so I do this now, amongst other things. <laughs> I got a little hankering for this and other affair. I was going to say Bert Kreischer, but you went for an even worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> an even worse criminal. <laughs> Somehow. I met, I met Bert Kreischer before. Oh, did you? Yeah, Bert Kreischer was in Wheelands. And really? he was there in his, his hat. And I, I met Mark Norman before. Uh, you know Mark Norman? Yeah, yeah. So Mark Norman was there. And I drunkenly went over to Mark and was like, hey, it's me. Was he there? Was he doing a show? He was doing, like... Well, he was doing a show on Vicar Street or something. Okay. And then he went into Wheelands after. Right. And then I went, I was there and I went in. And I went up to Mark. I was like, hi, Mark. And he was just like, huh? And I was like, it's me, Ushi. <laughs> and he was just like, in front of like uh, uh, a couple of people, he was just like, oh yeah, you were really drunk. <laughs> last time I saw you. And then I got sad and, <laughs> and shameful. And then he saw shame in my eyes. And he was like, how have you been? How are you doing, man? And then Mark, and then Mark drank with us a bit. And I saw Bert was over there with a bodyguard. And I just walked right by the bodyguard and said, how was the show, Bert? I, right. I talked to him like we're we're in front of. I was about to say peers, but secretly I, I know I'm better than. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're all we're all peers of Bert Kreischer. Right. So well, like, uh, I'm amazing as a bodyguard. That's crazy. Like, yeah, he had this big, big bodyguard beside I just walked straight up to him with confidence. How was the show, Bert? He said, "Good man, good, good. Yeah, great crowds here." I'm like, "Yeah, Bert." classic Bert it's He's funny like, how easy that was like you could yeah. have you could have really not known them at all and just you know yeah just you know just uh, you know with confidence gone yeah. in there like yeah who's that shirtless guy with a fedora <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm gonna walk right up to that fucker. yeah yeah he seems cool and it's funny and we were chatting with Mark for a while and then and then like Mark wanted to stay with us and everyone was leaving their posse was leaving and then he was just like, I'm staying. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, so Mark got into that, you know, that thing when you just keep want to keep drinking. Yeah, And yeah. then a girl like said, no, no, Mark, you should come. And he's like, ah, okay. No, then he think he took another look at me. <laughs> and he had second thoughts. Like... <laughs> he looked at my eyes and he saw the darkness. That's... It always takes people a little bit of time to see the darkness. But once they see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're talking to a fucking shadow with eyes and, and a pint of fucking Heineken. Yeah. He was like, do I really want to go to another location with this person? <laughs> exactly. Second location started uh, ringing in his ear. Uh, all these PC- PSAs. Um, but uh, yeah, I, now I, 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 I ripped open my shirt. So hello, give him the goods. <laughs> got my flabbiness going on. Yeah. I'll, I'll thin her up. Um, you know, th- fucking, yeah, like I, I think I can just go up to famous people a lot of the time because I'm tall main part of it yeah and i'm, I'm wacky like here's this thing right we're in this apartment now right this is a famous person story that i couldn't be less connected to okay but i'm like telling it it's which is hilarious but uh, um just tell me this so let's play a game what was your favorite nickelodeon show when you were you know when you were growing up about 50 years ago <laughs> what was your favorite nickelodeon show uh From the 60s <laughs> It was like Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> yeah, you like we, Charles in Charge? Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, most, we mostly just had radio then. I used to. I used to listen to Orson Welles do The Shadow. <laughs> that was that was a big thing. You were like, I remember when they were doing War of the Worlds. Yeah, we yeah. all believed aliens were coming down. Yeah. At the old homestead, we we got our rifles and uh, we would all we would all come around the big jukebox 
Uh, uh, I suppose I suppose it was uh, Keenan and Cal probably. Uh, give us another, pretty close. Uh, Sabrina. I'll give you one more. Okay. Uh, what was the other one? Sister, sister. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you met one of the sisters? Not yet. No, and uh, I won't. <laughs> but he, listen, but, but but buckle up for this great story of fame and fortune, right? So my friend Dara, who's a actor, yeah, he's been in a couple of movies using Peaky Blinders and. Um, um, whatever other stuff. Um, he met Jeremy Renner one time, didn't he? Hung out with him. Yeah, he's, he was in Jeremy Renner's house. I shouldn't tell the story okay. <laughs> about Jeremy Renner. Yeah. But anyway, he went to Jeremy Renner's house. He, 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 he put him in that coma. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was like, he was like, let me ride your snowmobile. He was like, I don't think you should do that. He's like, shut up, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> shut up, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, then they drove a, <laughs> yeah, 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 a snowplow around the back. And he's like, not fast enough, <laughs> but the right terrain. <laughs> Um, so he, um, so yeah, he was, uh, so he's doing a movie here in a Hallmark movie here in Dublin next week. And he's going to be staying in this apartment where we are right now. Okay. And, uh, he's going to be doing a Hallmark movie. Could he get me, oh, I have, I have, a, I have an idea for a Hallmark company. Oh, actually we'll do this off the pod, but I want, I want, I want to pitch something to the, the Hallmark network. So oh, it's good to have a contact. I got an in for the Hallmark okay. <laughs> So, so the Hallmark is doing a, a, a movie in uh, a film, a flick in Dublin. Just, they probably definitely don't call them films, do they? They're like, no, this is a movie. <laughs> this is a piece. Yeah. We're doing a soft feminist yeah. piece. So it's about a. So my friend just got it. Like it was like two weeks ago. He was like sent. You know, he was he sent. That's cool though. That's pretty good. That's pretty great money as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they're <laughs> shooting it in Dublin. And he and you know he's on the phone. He's like, oh great, send me the script. And then he says, so who's in it? And he's like, uh, you know, sister, sister. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Tamira is the mate, is the lead. He's like, what? So he's in this movie, and like all his scenes are with sister, sister, like. Cool. And it's about sister, sister. Who uh, is he playing the love interest? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's a, he's the love interest, but he's, uh, he's a decent pair. He's shooting for two weeks, so. They actually they probably don't cross racial lines like that in homework. Oh <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. It would have to. Yeah, I know they might because it's just it's because the story is is like it's an it's a it's a it's a lady in a city and she's had enough of this old city life. And then she's offered to go to Ireland and, te- right. and teach a choir how to sing in Ireland. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like a reverse uh, fucking, uh, um, uh, what's that movie called with Michelle Pfeiffer and Coolio? <laughs> Dangerous Minds. <laughs> it's a reverse Dangerous Minds in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> Is so, she a choir teacher in Dangerous Minds? Is that the thing? No, no, okay. she's, she's a uh, tap dancer. Yeah, but she's, she's going to the mean streets of Dublin. To, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's going to mean streets, and she's like, we're not going to listen to you, but they can't actually say that in the movie because yeah, yeah. it would be like, so racist. <laughs> we're, you don't belong here. You can say it to a white lady in the ghetto, but yeah, you can't yeah. be like a, a, black, a black woman, like a dark black woman coming from America, going to Dublin. And the first half of the movie, and like get out, get out! Of here. <laughs> you don't belong here. We'll, you'll never understand us because you're different. You're yeah, like, whoa, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not hitting home. This is not. You are not being uh, uh, socially or racially sensitive enough. But yeah, yes. she's trying to understand us by like you know uh, talking about country music or something to, to like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, this John Denver. He's a, he's a lot like the the hip hop artist I know. <laughs> like, and then one day she just picks up the accordion and everyone's like, <gasps> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "You're baller, miss." But Did I tell you about being in like a really like kind of culture pub and like a trad band was doing like 
you know, and, and like going for that kind of like trad experience, but they were all playing like trad covers of like pop songs and stuff. Uh, and they were, and the crowd were loving it. Like, but the biggest one that they all went crazy for was Take Me Home Country Roads. And oh. it was like, I didn't realize that was the favorite song of like your people. <laughs> <laughs> My people, the country yeah, yeah. people. Derek, I grew up there. There's all these like 17 year olds just like going nuts for a trad version of Take Me Home Country Roads. Oh, it's like, great. I mean, it's a great song. Yeah, well, like, it, no, it's, it's I still thought it was funny. You know, Garth Brooks, like any Yeah, because Garth Brooks is, yeah. we really, we have that kinship with the, with the country music. Because we are just kind of rednecks, aren't we really? We're we just, are, yeah, yeah, rednecks and fields and sure, Jesus, you know, take me home, anything like that, you know? Yeah. That kind of a distant uh, a wanting uh, for the homeland. Uh, I remember when uh, what, what's her name that comedian Sam Jay was doing yeah. Vodafone she did a good bit about Irish people being like Irish people I like you because you're kind of you're kind of black because you're, you're you're very like poor and ignorant you know <laughs> it's like you do stuff like you don't tiff that's, that's some poor ignorant shit I like it <laughs> <laughs> nice See, I didn't know Sam Jay did the Vodafone um, but anyway so so he's doing this with, with Sister Sister so firstly I would imagine it's going to be pretty hard to every scene you're doing like you're like you don't fit in here, lady. But in your head, you're like, sister, sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking going to be basically impossible not to say it every two seconds. But so he's going to be staying here while he's shooting a movie. So this is what I've, I've said to him. So you can stay here for free, my dear friend, Dara, as long as you lure Tamir. <laughs> you lure sister, sister to her apartment. And then we're going to lock her in here and force her to be on every episode of this podcast. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. That's and, a great idea. And there's going to be a crazy aspect to our podcast. It's going to be like Andy Kaufman-esque. So every episode is going to be sister, sister begging for help. <laughs> help! Yeah. They're trapping me here! And then we laugh and, and everyone's like, did you... And we're like number one. Like, this is an alternative podcast. Somehow, sister, sister, this is the concept. Sister, sister is locked in a Dublin apartment with two up-and-coming Irish comedians and screenplay writers. And they will not let her leave. And her only way out, her only communication with the outside world is the podcast itself. You're like, yeah. oh my God. That's pretty good. Sister, Netflix would sign sister, a deal for that straight away. Help like. me. What's up? Oh, like Netflix would sign a... We, we, we get some of that sweet true crime money from Netflix. Like, oh, yeah. we would launch the podcast yeah. wing of Netflix. We'd be like, uh, we'd be like um, a house of cards for the podcast wing. <laughs> like, we, need a, we need a flagship for our podcast yeah. wing. And we we're like, what about hearing me, Ted Sarandon? <laughs> sister, sister, trapped. <laughs> yeah. And the twist... We really do. We really <laughs> yeah. actually trap her. Yeah. <laughs> the twist is, it's real. The twist we, is, she's not getting that. <laughs> <laughs> the twist is, yes, sister, sister. Imagine, I know, you know what you're doing all these reboots? Yeah. Reboots of that 70s show? Yeah. Reboots of uh, Full House? What about a reboot with sister, sister? With one sister trapped in a Dublin apartment with two up-and-coming comedians? Yeah. <laughs> Forced it, to do a podcast on the Call it Twisted Sister. Oh! <laughs> that's why Derek makes the big bucks. <laughs> Uh, that is cool though and uh, yeah I definitely want to meet uh, Tamara yeah yeah. she's the better one is she I don't know is she the better one I think maybe I, I think well, she, she was the sort of she was the comic relief and then Tia was, Tia was the smart one I think and Tamara uh, was the dumb one like uh, that was the dynamic like, is that the dynamic yeah I think well they kind of they sort of they played into that less as it went on yeah. but every like Tamara wore like a silly hat or something that's yeah. what you knew she was the she was the wacky one like. oh you have to yeah. really be yeah it was like they were an odd because they were supposed to be an odd couple even though they were identical twins <laughs> so it was like Tia was like a nerd and Tamara was crazy like ah man here man I cannot poo poo the sister sister that was, no, it was a great show that was some quality I actually thought you were going to say you met the guy who uh, 
who was like in the house and they'd always go like go home martin what was, what was his name martin was that in sister sister yeah he was like their friend and he'd come and then like and oh. he, would, he would annoy them and then they, they, their catchphrase was always like he'd annoy him too much he'd be like go home whatever his name was and, and they'd all say it in point yeah and they'd applaud like unbelievable he was like uh jazzy jeff and fresh prince except oh. they didn't they didn't throw him out like that but it was the same thing you know what god bless will smith <laughs> that show was unbelievable that, show, that was a great show unbelievable ridiculously good like yeah ah good old will see that's what happened you can just you can just shatter like uh your you know the idea of yourself and it's just gone it's kind of gone forever in a way yeah but I mean, he can he can come back in some way. I think like no, yeah, I mean, he'll no, be like, like he's, yes. But he'll never be the the person that's he'll never be that like perfect persona that he had created, which yeah. took him like what thirty years of hard work to, and then in one moment it's gone. Yeah, man. Well, that's what happens though. Like it is, it, you cultivate something, and yet what, the minute you betray it, you're you're now you've betrayed it. That will always be the case, you know. Yeah, uh, but like it's not like he can still make movies. I would still go see his movies. And, yeah, and I mean, I would love like uh, for him to do sort of uh, kind of more like low budget, a bit edgier stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he will. I don't think he's any interest in it. But like, if yeah. he went, like, I'm not gonna be squeaky clean anymore, and I'm gonna do like, you know, like, imagine him doing something like uh, Uncut Gems, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, imagine how good that would be. Like, oh. and and everyone who makes those kind of movies would love to have Will. Nobody's gonna be like, oh, I don't know, because of the slap. Everyone will be like, of course you have Will Smith in your movie. Like, he's oh, a superstar Derek. and a great actor. Like, so. Derek, you're fucking hitting on some gems right now. <laughs> gems. No, man. Yeah, no. Uncut Gems, fucking Nightcrawler. Yeah. Like some you know, weird, eerie. Uh, fucking not even eerie, just thriller. Yeah, Safdie Brothers, A24 movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's only a bit of grit to it. And then Will Smith in there, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be unbelievable. God bless Will Smith and Chris Rock. I love both of you guys. Yeah. Yeah, too bad they couldn't work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, sister, sister, man. Sister, sister. Do you remember when we were talking to those two girls randomly, uh, and then one of them said she wrote Hallmark movies, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Is uh, she said she was like writing a Hallmark movie, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Is is Melissa Joan Hart in? And she was like, "Yeah, she is." <laughs> <laughs> I think she's in ninety percent of those movies. Oh man, as you know about me, I've forgotten the entirety of my life, <laughs> so I do not remember that. Uh, yeah, no, there is that positivity in those Hallmark movies. That uh, yeah, like it is Melissa Joan Hart like soft like the most edgeless thing that's basically their mo yeah incredibly edgeless usually a woman a single divorced woman maybe. it's always the same plot yeah it's yeah. always a and she goes back to some small town and then she like meets a guy who's you know doing something rugged he's you know he's not he's, he's not a big city you yeah. know journalist or whatever he's always a journalist <laughs> <laughs> and then she learns some stuff about herself yeah and it's, and she, it's normally christmas as well oh it's normally christmas yeah, she hasn't been home to her town. We're writing a good movie here. Yeah, she hasn't yeah. been home to her country town in a long time. Her boyfriend just cheated on her in the big city. Oh, yeah. The boyfriend's always an absolute dick. Like Smarmy, uh, white piece of fucking shit. Sometimes, I mean, I watched one where he was, the boyfriend was just gay the entire, but no one ever mentioned it. And then at the end, he just like goes to some guy and he's like, 
you want to have some gay sex? <laughs> I was like, it was so strange. <laughs> that was the one with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like but the boyfriend, he's just like, he's like Al Porter. He's like incredibly calm. And he's, <laughs> but no one ever mentions that. I was like, do they, I was like, do they know this guy's gay? <laughs> like, or is he just, did he just get a really flamboyant actor? And they're just like, they're so, and they just read it as untrustworthy. <laughs> like, this guy is like, he's, he seems really creepy or is something wrong with him? Like, I would say wrong, <laughs> inherently yeah. wrong with who this person is. <laughs> Man, that's wild. I'm surprised that got by the, the old people, the uh, script uh, supervisors. Like, I, uh, like the movies, yeah, they're usually about that. They usually, like, they, they, they link up with, with these kind of self-help books as well. Like, uh, like The Secret. You know the book The Secret? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like manifestation, positive thinking, yoga, breath work mantras looking in the mirror you're the greatest and no one's gonna stop you kind of shit yeah 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 it is that kind of like yeah that that weird sort of outlook uh i'm kind of like i don't think manifesting is the worst thing like uh yeah because like well if you think about it like obviously you know uh your thoughts don't create reality uh but they do a little bit in that like Derek, stop talking <laughs> wow I, I just did it yeah, exactly. Because it's like, uh, what, what's the phrase that's like, uh, uh, everyone is you pushed out. This is the thing I read yeah. the other day, like, yes. uh, which obviously isn't true because other people have their own minds. But like, it is true that like, if you think someone's going to be a dick, they probably are going to be a dick. Like, yeah. If you come in with that attitude, you probably will. You'll get, you'll, you'll get what you expect. Like. Well, everyone who exists in your life, therefore, ca- can exist within you, like is you and they can only exist within how you feel about things yeah if you constantly think most people are dicks they are dicks yeah if you think most people are fucking great they're great because they can only exist like like if you meet the dalai lama like he can't be anything except for the for the the reach of your level of consciousness or ability to see things yeah so you could meet him and after a few minutes you're like will this guy ever stop fucking giggling yeah yeah (laughs) dalai Shut up! We're watching a movie here. You know? I think I would be like that. I'd yeah. be like, I'd be bored so quickly with the Dalai Lama. <laughs> like, I need ten minutes in. I'd be like, okay, this is the embodiment like... <laughs> of love and compassion for the world. And you're like, fucking reel it in. I'd be like, when's Tamara coming? <laughs> I'm gonna try that with her. <laughs> yeah, where's Tamara coming? Give a snide comment. Yeah, but I actually have an example of because uh, I was thinking this the other day about the, well, like I was reading that thing about the manifesting and stuff, and then I was in I was in like a bad mood, and I was you know just in a kind of like pissed off mood, mm. and then I went in to get a coffee, and I ordered the coffee, and then as I was waiting there, I was like, oh, I bet something's gonna happen, like they're not gonna they're gonna like forget me or something, and then it happened, <laughs> literally <laughs> like okay. so, and they're like and there was no, it wasn't like the guy. You know, I, I ordered the coffee from someone else and then she wrote it down on a thing and then it went to the guy who was totally separate from that. Yeah. So he just had a list of people's coffees. So there was nothing about me that could have possibly made him forget my coffee. Yes. So it was literally just, she just missed it on a list. Yes. So it was supernatural. As in like, uh, there was no other explanation other than like my energy caused that to happen. And then when or you, it was a coincidence. And then when like, you did get your coffee, you looked at him in the eye and you're like, you have no idea what I just did to you. And yeah, like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I just created you, man. Well, it also turned it around because I was feeling like uh, unimportant, but then I was, I was, uh, yo, I'm so important. I can actually create reality. I can make this guy forget my coffee. So it's not like he's ignoring me. I'm actually controlling the entire universe. I'm a piece of fucking shit. And then a car drives by in a puddle, splashes you, and you're like, 
I am God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get <laughs> nobody respects me. A guy just fucking shoulders you and knocks your books out of your hand, and you're like, "My puppets! <laughs> I am puppet master." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like it, the manifesting is that, and the, the problem with manifesting a bit though is is if you are if you're actively doing manifesting, everyone the poor everyone you meet are poor devils, and they're just they're just there to be manifested upon. Right, you're yeah. You're just looking at them and you're like, you're all squinting. You're like, ah. You're like a girl you like and you're just like looking at her and you're like, she will like me. Right, yeah, and yeah. She's, she starts vibrating, <laughs> starts wiggling, being, being possessed. Yeah, that's yeah. a negative because, yeah, you can't like, you have to also remember the reality that other people do exist and have their own lives. And exactly. It's not all about you. Like, exactly. So, yeah, and the minute, the, yeah. Yeah. And the minute someone does the thing that you want them to do, Tell you the truth, they become incredibly boring. Like I don't think manifest works as well because now you're like, this person is no control. Why would I ever be with someone? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is just under my under my power, under yeah. my sway? It will never surprise me because they can only act in accordance with my will. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, and what's more boring than always getting what you want as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh then you just God. yeah. Then you reach the Will Smith thing. You just snap. <laughs> you're about to get exactly what you want. You're like, fuck this. Like one person did one thing I slightly don't like, and I gotta you know lose it completely. My God, the end game. Will Smith is the perfect receptacle and example of the secret. Manifested everything. He killed in music. He killed in TV. Killed in movies, drama, comedy. He married uh, this. Um, Let's say lady. <laughs> and then he's, he's literally at the Oscars, about to get an Oscar, manifests his wage top, and then one person says the one thing that he did not control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And boom, overflows, <laughs> smacks the, one of the best comedians of all time, and now his life is ruined. Yeah. 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 That's the, yeah. So, you, yeah, you need to have some kind of like roll with the punches, uh, <laughs> you know, part of you as well. Philosophy. Like. No, well, like the manifesting. Who the fuck are you to even know what you want? That's the thing with manifesting, like. That's true, yeah. How could you possibly know what you want? Like, who are you? You're only basing that on random shit that you've learned from culture, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so dependent on what's in your culture, like. Because so, there's another so one. So it's not that deep, like. It's just like, oh, I'll get this, and then people will say I'm cool, and yeah, and then I'll get this job, and then that'll be that. It's like, yeah. How deep is that, like? I remember Will Smith actually said something in like the one of those like Hollywood Reporter roundtables uh, before the Oscars, and he literally talked about like a girl breaking up with when he was sixteen and and going like, and I knew then I was going to become the biggest movie star in the world, and that would and that would show her and show everyone like and all the other actors are just like Jesus, like kind of Jeff looking Daniels awkward, like, Tom Hanks are like <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay, Willie, Willie boy. And what's funny about stuff like that is like, uh, even though yeah, he did become the biggest star in the world. Nobody, like, she, that girl isn't thinking, I, oh, man, I really fucked up. I should have broken up with Will Smith. Maybe she's a little bit, but, like, I bet she's she not. I, no, I bet she's... I'm, I be- I'm with her now. <laughs> God damn, her life has gone down. I'd, I'd say she just thinks, like, oh, that was really cool that I dated Will Smith for, some, for a while. You think a that's big it? Star. Yeah, because no one actually thinks, like... No, no one thinks that much about someone else. Like, I don't think you, like... I get you. You, you wouldn't, you know... I don't know. I can't imagine like thinking about like an ex and being like mad that they did something that they did where did something successful. I can. You're gonna do that. <laughs> right, I okay. can. I can imagine being angry if an ex did something special. Uh, my imagination is so large and complex. I can just manifest these worlds that don't exist. 
Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but, but we'll no. either edit that out or we'll turn it into a clip. There's only two ways to go with that. Clip it up, Derek. Um, I um, no, I can no, no. But here's the here's the thing. It's 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 kind of like Michael Jordan. Like if you beat Michael Jordan, if you beat Michael Jordan at basketball when you're in secondary school, yeah. Are you always are you always like oh, I could have done what he did? Or if you were funnier than, I don't know, if you were funnier than, speaking of Chris Rock, if you were funnier than Chris Rock in secondary school, you're like, I could have done that comedy thing. Yeah. Well, probably, yeah, you would think that. Yeah. Uh, and, and also the, the, the boyfriend-girlfriend, or it's like the Beatles. You know about the, the first drummer of the Beatles? You know about this guy? Uh, yeah. He, what did they, I thought they kicked him out, did they? He left. I think. Oh, no, they did kick him out, I think, actually. But he might have left. It's something Speedman or something. I forget his name, actually. But, um, but yeah, he left, um, and then they got Ringo, because apparently Ringo was good with women. Really? Isn't that fucking insane? That's, I thought he was a good drummer. He's not that good drummer, yeah. They, it was, they, they said he was good. The women liked Ringo, they say. But Ringo's hideous. He's fucking <laughs> Man, here. Man, fucking Pete Davidson. Oh, I guess, yeah. You might got the Pete Davidson Maybe he just, Yeah, he just had some kind of charm or something the like. The big Davidson energy. <laughs> uh, and then that was just before they went to Hamburg and became the Beatles. Like, just yeah, before yeah. the guys was bringing them over. And I think, I, no, I think the person bringing them to Hamburg actually said, we need a new drummer, I think. I could be wrong. Yeah. It, it could be worse than that. Like, it could be, like, the drummer said, I can't go to Hamburg. Now was he yeah I, because if you were in the Beatles and they kicked you out to get Ringo I think that would obviously be very tough but you could get over that you could never it was not your choice it wasn't your choice yeah and you're right and you could be like okay I was I was good enough but I wasn't good enough to be in the Beatles like and that's fair enough I think you could be like yeah. oh yeah that's you know there's no shame in that if you chose to leave the Beatles obviously you would never get over it and kill yourself <laughs> like there's yeah. if you like how you know it's like that guy who sold his Microsoft shares Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that guy. Well, that guy's like he says he he's gotten over, it, but I mean obviously he hasn't. Like, come on, like he like um, he, he gave away like you know sixty billion or something. Yeah, I think it, I think it's completely possible to get over it, but I don't think most people do. Yeah, it'd be like, very hard. Yeah, like there's this guy who, uh, like for example, there's this guy who um, uh, his his uh, he knew this Nazi who killed his like parents and shit, and the Nazi was like in Peru or Argentina or something where they all went uh, to have a good old-fashioned time. And that guy found him. He tracked them down and found him in Argentina. And he had a gun, in, gun uh, to his head. And then he didn't kill him. He, like, he gave him to the, uh, the authorities. And then he regretted it till the end of his days, you know? Oh, because he wanted to get... He should have he just fucking pulled the trigger, baby. Uh, really, I would, I would be like... Because I mean, it's not like he's going to have a good time with the authorities, like... The Nazi, I like... I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, obviously he felt that way. I would be like, it's more... Because, you know, you can kill him, but then it's, you know... Oh. Even for now, it's probably more humiliating to be dragged and, like, forced to face all his crimes and stuff. And don't, I, don't they send them... They send them back to Israel, a lot of those old Nazis. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So it's like that's Israel like, are like, we want those. So they send them and they put them on trial. And it's like, that's obviously worse for them as well. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, well, for, Jews. Uh, yeah, I think this was in the 80s or something. But this was... But I think it's a deep tribal thing. Like, I think it's like... Like, I would want to go pure bear Jew on him. And just get a baseball bat and boom like i think yeah because uh, like he would have remembered like i think it was like the 80s or 70s so he would have remembered blah 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 maybe being in the concentration camps but i think i think there is something in us that like there you can kill someone and it's 
this podcast is me really supporting like, <laughs> drunk driving and murder. But I'm just speaking, I'm speaking psychologically and scientifically. Like, I, I do believe there is an animalistic thing in us that if you, you sometimes taking vengeance actually works in a way. Like, like there so. can, a peace can come from um, vengeance. Like. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with killing a Nazi or like it's definitely just, justifiable. Like, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's going to make you. I mean, maybe, maybe it would. I don't know. But you definitely be like, it's still, you know, you, you're still going to live with the guilt of killing someone. Like, or even just be, or just the fact that, like, even if they totally deserve to die, just the fact that you did it is yeah. something that you can never take away. But see, I think you'd be, I, see, there might be like a deep pride in it. Kind of like if someone was coming into your house to kill your family and you killed them, I think you'd be like, you saved your family. And that's what would be remembered. Or yeah. If, or if, or if someone, but that's different because that actually, like, you're saving your family as in this guy's family nothing he did to the Nazi was going to bring his family back like yeah so it's just you're just doing it for yourself really and I know to punish the other guy but like yeah I think it would work <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the best debater in the world I don't know I think differently well yeah it's one of those ones you'd have to be in the situation and yeah, yeah. I don't know like uh, so many um like uh this will be <laughs> i think this will be the, the the part two of the podcast when uh tamara's family comes after us and we'll see if you know if revenge is ever justified <laughs> when sister sister comes for us in the dead of night I, you know, obviously who, who might say it obviously be tia coming to avenge that's you know tia's yeah. come to avenge and she would like fuck with her heads like you know a spit on your grave that movie yeah and, and you like would be walking down alleys in cobblestone and temple temple bar late at night and you're just hearing distance and then you then you you start walking and you you fidget your jacket and then it cuts to the scene where someone's taking notes uh, someone said they heard the team soon for sister, sister, yeah. in temple echoing through temple bar yeah, the, the the detective on the case. All right, so you're saying you heard the teams. All right, whatever, Rummy. <laughs> whatever, Rummy. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know, Johnson. That guy's crazy. He's on PC. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, like you know, if you if you do something with vengeance, with like something behind you that is true, like you know, someone invades your your country, or even for a religious reason, I don't know, like maybe sometimes religious reason, but I'd say that didn't. I, I don't. Th I think in the past when people killed people for for God, I don't think they had any guilt. I think I think it was fine, like with them, because they were like oh, because they were true believers. Yeah, you really believe it, like yeah, even now, like yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, people in World War Two did come back, like you know, messed up from what they did because even though they were, you know, they had to do it, but you're still like, if you like, you know, if you bayoneted someone to death, you're still going to remember that even if it was like nice. a justified thing. You know? On the old bayonet. <laughs> um, no, they weren't, they weren't upset because of that. Well, a lot of them were. I mean, not no. all of them, but like, I mean, they did have No, PTSD they were upset and stuff. because they went to Paris Lazy. They fucked loads of ladies out of their league. Oh, they just had such a great time. And then they, <laughs> and came, then they, had back, to back they came back home to uh, Wisconsin yeah. in the fucking 40s. Yeah. And they were like, why, why are you so sad, honey? Yeah. Um, war. <laughs> so hard killing people. I, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll ever get over it. You're going to see me sad a lot. <laughs> You're going to see me really sad a lot, honey. What? 
Why? Um, just images of like beautiful yeah. Parisian ladies pu- pulling up their gowns, seeing so much ankle. And then it's like, oh, my, I have to stab a man. My, my friend died in my arms. And he's on the phone to his friend. Oh, I miss those ladies. Yeah, yeah. Harry. Um, but yeah. The last time they got action was that was that uh, V Day, the guy who like kissed that girl. <laughs> it was like it's all downhill from there. When he kissed the girl, like he dipped her over. And, yeah, yeah. In New, in the New York Square, uh, Times Square. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't he know. Did, he did. He did get retroactively cancelled for that. Oh, did he? Yeah, because, <laughs> because it was always more because it was you're kind of looking at it, it was like, did they? Yeah, and, it was, and people were like, yeah, you can't do it at the consent. Yeah, <laughs> literally the Nazi, the world. They thought the world was going to end. And the Nazis were going to take over. And then this guy dips over a lady and kisses her. Was yeah. it worth it? Yeah. Was it worth it? And don't let's not ask about what they did during the war because it was a lot worse. Jesus you know? Christ! <laughs> like, I'm surprised we even went this time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, he's like getting cancer for that. It's like you know what I did to those villages, those German villages when I went through. It's like, yeah. have you ever heard of Dresden? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just say we didn't ask consent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I fucking yeah, but but I I like I think all of them were like I assume when they were going to war, I assumed there was priests and they would talk about the Bible a lot. I don't know how many people believe. Like in the past, everyone just said I was Christian. No one said I was atheist, just to get along with people. But I would say there was always priests and they would get, they would like um, bless like uh, contingents and yeah. uh, and and stuff like that. Um, so I guess they believed. I I don't know how good the Bible is. It is pretty vengeful, the Bible. Like, so I don't know how good it is for war. I bet it is pretty good. Like, uh, yeah, it would definitely uh, uh, motivate you. Like, like if you actually, I've never read the Bible. Have you read the Bible? I did a Bible class in Spain. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking. You learned. You did like this, is like Sunday school. You did. No, no, I was in university in Spain, and there was a class called La Historia de la Biblia, the history of the Bible, and I was just like. Can I do that, senor? And he said, come on in. So you learned the Bible through Spanish. Yeah. So are you like a, a, a priest? Like, could you? I'm a fucking Spanish priest. I'm very surprised. I didn't realize this. You're a theologian. <laughs> I thought I meant that fucking Christian tool. Check out my website. And my fucking weird writings. My scrabblings. So you actually know the Bible, do you? Or uh, do you not really. Like... No, I wasn't good in that class. Right, okay. Worked. Yeah, yeah. But I, I've read bits of it, yeah. Yeah. I, it is weird because, like, uh, I feel like most people haven't read the Bible. Yes. And most, uh, but also people who are, if you think about it, like, the Bible obviously influenced the world so much that, yeah. like, it's kind of crazy not to have read it, especially if you're, like, if, if someone was like, oh, have you seen that movie? And you're like, and you were like, no, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's terrible. It's like, we have to watch the movie. It's like, yeah. everyone's like, you, you, we don't feel like we need to read the Bible. Yeah, no, you know it's, I mean? like it's you're just like, and I get, I get the gist of it. It's a bunch of bullshit. And it's like, if we're wrong, we really should have read that book. You know, <laughs> like the consequences of being wrong. <laughs> well, it's a weird thing because it is, well, if you do think that, which I guess that, that must be true. Like how influential Christianity is. Like everything was so influenced by Christianity. Yeah. So yeah, the fact that you don't read it is like, it's like, yeah, you don't know what germs are. Like yeah. germs affect everything and people are getting sick and you're like, why am I sick? And your hands are just like covered in oil and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It's like you don't know anything about uh, washing your hands or germs, even though they're in everything like, and they affect your entire body. Yeah, it is weird that you people don't know, but 
Like, I don't know how actually influential it is now, but, you know. Well, people, due to people who, because I don't know if religious people read the Bible either. That's the thing. Yeah, they know, uh, they would know passages. Yeah, which is also, that's even doubly weird because, well, I guess if, you, if you're, like, super religious, you're like, ah, I trust it. Like, uh, yeah. you, don't, you don't necessarily, but it's still weird to, you know, it's like being like a, it's like being a super Star Wars fan and being like, oh, but I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I get the gist of it. You know? Yeah, it's, but it is like, see, in it, there is really wild shit in it. Like, when it talks about homosexuality, it's just like the, you know, it talks about like, uh, you know, the lamb laying down with like a different animal. And it's like, you must kill them all. Like, yeah, yeah. Or, and then when it's slavery, it's like, these are beneath us. You know, we must uh, use them as equipment. And then, and then like the rapture, like, do you know about the rapture? Yeah. Uh, like, it's an apocalyptic book. Like, Yeah. It yearns for the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all leading to. Like, Oh, it's uh, gagging for it. Yeah. That, mean, that's why they like, that's why they want to keep the Jews in Israel. Oh, yeah, because they have to be there for the rapture to happen. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing else, like, matches up anyway. So, but, like, they really, they really stick to that one point. Like, yeah, it's so bizarre. And the gay like, thing. Yeah. Yeah, and the gate, which is, like, one line. Yeah, because they don't even really get into it. Like, yeah, it's not you know, too much, yeah. considering how much of book there is, you know, yeah. that's like one bit to really focus on. Like, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's and it's very you know counterintuitive because you know Jesus and the disciples, come on, honey, yeah, yeah, honey, <laughs> you didn't fool around with Judy, Judas. Why do you think Judas betrayed you, you and Mary Magdalene? Yeah, and Judas kisses him as well. Oh, they're always. That's it. Yeah, that's how we. That's how we. Is, is the disciples making out heavy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some heavy petting. Yeah, they're making out and just having dinner together all the time. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no women allowed. Yeah, just I'm just having dinner with my twelve friends. You know? And the minute Jesus, lads night out, like. And the minute Jesus invites one woman, Mary Magdalene, they're like, "Get her out of here!" Yeah, get 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 this whore out of here. Get this, get this, <laughs> this courtesan. <laughs> all these those words. But um, yeah, because they need the Jews for rapture. So rapture is, what happens in rapture, my understanding, is so everyone who has ever lived and died is raised from the dead and then judged. Yeah. Yeah. And then whoever is like, oh, you, you're a bad little boy. Um, you're, you know, you have to stay uh, in, on, on earth with, with hell, fire. I was watching that show, uh, uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. And like, he's like a religious guy, Kevin Costner in it like. And so it's a bit like... Uh, it's it's like his son spoilers if anyone's whatever uh, it's like his son is dead and he's like and he's deciding whether to cremate the body because he doesn't he needs to cremate the body because the the cops will find evidence or whatever that'll mm. show that there was like another shooter or something mm. but then he's like well the bible says that if you cremate someone then their body can't rise up to heaven and he like thinks about it for a while and then he just cremates him anyway because like he needs to and i was like it's pretty fucked up if you believe that. It's like so now he can't he can't come back to heaven or he's gonna come back as like a bunch of ash or whatever. Like yeah, uh, but that's also funny. Like just the literalness of it. Like obviously yes. everyone's like bodies are decayed. Yes. So they just mean so some of them are gonna be like skeletons. Like yeah, and they a lot know, of like, like yeah. and also somebody you know if you're if you die just before the rapture like yeah you're like you got you're like a sexy you know you're you're compared to the skeletons <laughs> like there'd be such an uneven in heaven like you know there'd be a lot of like decomposing skeletons and then there'd be like someone who just died yesterday and still looks great like some they're in, piece of art yeah like, they're in their like funeral suit you know you're like in your funeral uh, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly you're looking slick suit, looking nice your hair still have hair or something you know? yeah yeah um i 
Yeah, I. Um, but actually, so I read I read the Wikipedia for the Book of Job because I was interested in this. Okay, like, yeah. And this is like by sort of, Job. Yeah, and this is like the wacky uh, sort of wackier bit in the Bible. But this is always the bit that people were like, "Oh, this is like the best written thing in the Bible." Like by uh, Job. I yeah, mean when, Job, the book by Job. I know. I think the, Job is the main character. Like, okay, it's about Job. It's written by I don't know mm. somebody else. In it, in it, does does anyone say by Job? When he walks into a I room. think, but I think people say "by Jove" is that expression. Oh fuck! <laughs> maybe people say "by Jove," but maybe "by Jove" is like the you know slang version of "by Jove." <laughs> More than likely, it's the kind of thing people would say in like Tintin comics or whatever. Like, by <laughs> Jove. <laughs> so okay, so there's a book. Whoever it's written by, the Corinthians or whoever's fucking around. Yeah, are are uh, you know with their with their quill? Well, so the idea is that it's to. Uh, the book is written to explain why bad things happen to good people. Okay. Because that is like a pretty fundamental, you know, question that you would have. Like mm. anyone would be like, yeah, if God's so good, why does bad things happen to good people? Yeah. So they try to come up with an answer, but it's, it's a pretty difficult one to answer. Yeah. So they take a really roundabout way of doing it. Like, uh, but it starts with like, uh, and Job is a good guy. Yeah. So Job's just like a really good guy. Like, and he's, uh, you know, he always, he always worships God. He's yeah. got like, he's got a wife and family. He's got like a big farm and he's, you know, he's doing great. Everyone likes him. He's like, he's just a class act. And so God is just up in heaven and he's talking to the devil. And this is like, Classic. Oh, well, already this is like, I didn't know they hung out. And this is the very start. It's like, they're just hanging out and it's not really explained that like, he's just chatting with, with Satan. Because <laughs> here's the thing about the Bible. Like it is a story, but there's separate books that were just shoehorned in. Uh, yeah. So, so you'd be reading the Bible and next minute you get to the book of Job and you're like, anyway, God was hanging out with the devil, which he often did. Yeah, yeah. And what? Then, yeah. <laughs> And they don't, yeah, because they don't, they're like the new Star Wars movies. They don't always sync up and they don't always have the proper context. They start like retconning. Exactly, yeah. They start retconning <laughs> yeah. the Bible. <laughs> anyway, even though until this point, uh, the, all God said is avoid the snake, avoid the devil, the devil will tempt you. Anyway, I'm hanging out with the devil. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I'm not going to lie, he was being quite tempting. Yeah, yeah. God! <laughs> It's like a fucking alcoholic telling you not to drink. Well, exactly, because also, I mean, so what happens is God is like, so he's, he's bragging. He's trying to impress Satan as well, but being like, look how much this Job guy, he's great, he loves me. And then, and then Satan goes like, well, he only loves you because he's got all this, you know, he's doing great in life and stuff. So you take all that away and he's going he's, he's gonna to think you're terrible, like. And, and God falls for this obvious trick. <laughs> like, it's like you know this really basic reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe this is a maybe this is an original take, but the devil's quite manipulative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite manipulative. Yeah, I mean, like you didn't even offer him an apple. This is like yeah. this is. A, you didn't go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't go for a shiny apple. Yeah, <laughs> dressed up as a snake. Yeah, he, yeah. He wasn't he even le- pretending. He was just, I'm the devil. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the devil's just being nonchalant, smoking. Yeah, Job is great. Look how good Job is. He loves me. It's like, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> what do you mean he would? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. You know, oh, you know, his life is pretty good. It's easy to worship you when life is good. Shut up, devil. Shut up. You don't know. I'll prove you wrong, Mr. Satan. Yeah. So it all, yeah, so it all starts from this. They just make a bet. Uh, and it's very, it's very, you know, Saved by the Bells. You know, there's a lot of '90s sitcoms that have the same plot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 
so he so he uh, he immediately kills all Job's children and his and his like animals and uh, he gives him like postules on his face so he like looks gross and stuff and just a bunch of like terrible afflictions like uh, yeah so that's all happening to him and then uh, his <laughs> Job's wife goes uh, uh, she tells him look clearly God hates you you should curse God and kill yourself <laughs> just like <laughs> Joe's wife is a bit of a she's, she's a bit of a nag <laughs> it's very telling that you know he he kills everyone around him except for her she's unarmed man. she's just there to like man man give man. Shit like. man to call anchor man that got out of hand fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That really got kicked up a notch. <laughs> God damn. You got to keep your head on a swivel around the Bible. Yeah, so, so then it's like, but so the thing is that Job just keeps being like, no, God's great. I'm just going to keep praising him and, and keep going. Like, yeah. uh, and, then I, and then God just keeps making things worse for him. So yeah. it's like, and then it goes on that for a while. And then they're like, okay, it's time to wrap this up. So they, uh, he goes to see Tree Wise Man, which is this is the part where it's like we're just playing the hits. <laughs> this, is a, this is a crossover Marvel movie, man. Yeah, yeah. And he goes to see Iron Man. So I mean, and then the Wise Men give like basically explanations for what's like. Oh no! All the Wise Men basically say that like you must have done something like to have this happen to you. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. And they're all like... So victim blaming. Yeah. Off the bat. Uh, yeah, immediately like. And they're kind of... And they give different reasons for why they think he could have been a sinner and blah, blah, blah. Like... Uh, what were you wearing at the time, John? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Were you asking for it? <laughs> Guys, all my kids are dead. I got pustules all over the place. My wife is begging me to kill myself. I'm not having a good day. <laughs> and this is where it's funny to read like the sort of summaries of these things because like there's like people who study the Bible and try and figure out like what's going on and uh and so like in the like i think there's like tr basically three wise men and then at some point somebody else starts talking a fourth wise man and it's like hey listen guys i know i'm a you know i, I know i know I've, I've just come here and like and they're like he'd never been introduced this or is whatever. the fourth like, wise man yeah yeah and like pretty <laughs> like but the scholars are basically like we think we know what happened here we think someone just got a hold of the bible and started writing in their own stuff like and he basically disagrees with what all, all the other ones are saying like yeah. and then he just disappears <laughs> yeah i'll mention again like, yeah yeah man but this shit happens in the bible all the time it's because there's canon it's kind of like it's kind of like islam so islam has a quran but it has the hadith as well and the hadith is just like uh, you know, writing writer notes, like it's just editor notes. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, like the canon of the Bible, it's like Star Wars. It's like, yeah, is this? Are we going to include the Last Jedi? You know, yeah. well, can we get that? You know, can we get that out? Well, it's like that. Or do we accept that as part of canon? I don't know. You can just, yeah, you can just remove things whenever you want. Yeah, or but, put in things. When and they have like the the extended universe Star Wars books and stuff like that. They're all like, cause I think they wiped them out when they started doing the new movies. They're like officially not canon. Yeah, uh, like Chewie think... gets killed by a moon. A moon, <laughs> a moon crashes into Chewbacca, and we're like, let's not have that. In canon. <laughs> let's keep that. That's that's in the other universe. Yeah, but in the Bible, there's no. You, I think once once legends. it's in, it's in. So all you can do, oh yeah, I think it's like that's the thing. You can add whatever you want if you got a hold of it. Like but you can't take anything away. Yes. So everything just keeps piling on. It's like it's like that game where you like make up a story and then someone else makes up the next line. Like yeah. and it's like yeah, unreal. Um, and you're like because you're a you're a you're a screenplay writer as I mentioned sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so this is just sloppy writing. It's just, it's, it's just yeah. we need a character to undermine the scene. So let's just add a fourth 
What about a fourth wise man? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is like it's still it's sort of interesting like as in it's like it's so unpredictable like uh, that <laughs> yeah. kind of makes it good like oh. uh, and then and then at the end so then at the end God comes in and uh, uh, so this is like obviously it's all leading up to like God's going to explain you know he's because he's going to restore Job all his stuff uh, and then he's going to explain why he did this to him like and yeah. you're expecting there's going to be like some reason you know? yes or, but then. <laughs> God just comes in in like a tornado or whatever. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he loves that as well. Like, um, <laughs> just can we stop for a second? God is the most egotistical, insecure, desperate, maniacal, fucking, lo- yeah, yeah, fucking dictator in the world in this story. Like. But like, because what he does is he comes in and immediately he's like the he tells the wise man like, shut up. It's like what are you, like uh, <laughs> you know why? What who are you to question me? Is like and he, he already goes, did you create the universe? He literally says that. <laughs> <laughs> this whole story is not about Job. It's not about the wise man. It's not about Satan. It's about God. Yeah. God, to start a story, starts Satan wanders in smoking with his leather jacket, not making eye contact. You know, giving some snide comments. Uh, I guess that, that's easy. You should see how great Job is. Well, that's pretty easy, God. You know, if everything's good for him. <laughs> Fuck you, Satan Lucifer. And then starts killing everyone. Now it's fucking wise men show up and then they're like, hey, you know, how are you doing? How are you doing? And then, and saying all this stuff to Job and then God shows up, shut up, wise man. Did you create the universe? What the fuck? God. And he starts like, God is insecure. Let's just, yeah, he's very insecure. (laughs) And it's like, God needs a little bit of self-love and and stop that little pesky voice in his head. I know. Actually, yeah. That's really what God needs to do is like, he doesn't need us to worship him. He just needs to worship himself. (laughs) And if God was here right now, he would say to you, Derek, shut up. <laughs> oh, Derek, sorry, here's the ocean. Did you have something that to do with making that ocean? I, no, you know I didn't, God. Yeah, yeah. And why are you here, Derek? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, did you create yourself? Or I feel like I remember I had something got to do with it. No, no, okay, God, I'm, I'm just trying to help you. I'm sure we're looking out for you. Yeah, I think I can look out for myself. Because you're going to be gone soon, and I'm going to still be here. So, yeah, Jesus, okay, God, all right, well, you know. Doing an intervention on God. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, intervention of God is like fucking intervention on Christopher and the Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just turns. He just turns on everyone else. Fuck you, Polly. Fuck you. <laughs> There's a lot of things I could say because I know everything about you, and I'm an omnipotent. You yeah. know? <laughs> Yo, T. I know a lot of things I can say about you. Oh, whoa, Christopher. Yo, God, Yahweh, Yahweh. Yeah, uh, the devil, I guess, is like Paulie or something in this. It's like, yeah. I don't want nothing now, so I'm going to keep it short. You're weak, you're out of control, and you become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Paulie. <laughs> Fuck you, Lucifer. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And, but then, uh, well, oh yeah, there's another thing that God, he starts listing everything. <laughs> he starts listing all the animals. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> But like, but also this is when that's like, the end. He starts listing the animals. Yeah, and he go and he yeah. So he's like, did you create the the chickens? Did you create the walrus? Did you create you know? But then someone he, then he's like, did you create the the leviathan? Did you create the uh, and then but he starts like and this is where it's funny that like you know the uh, like Bible scholars have to like work out. They're like 
because they have to be like, you know, obviously this is all real. Like, so yeah. they're like, we don't know why God started making up animals at this point. Like, because he just lists a bunch of things that don't exist. Like, and it's like, this is like, I think he literally says, did you create the unicorn? That's one of them. And they're like, well, I think at the time, I guess they thought there were going to be unicorns somewhere. And they Look really, this, you know. Right? So, because this, what this is, is just at, at some point with the Bible, it is just trying to defend your, your alcoholic, drug-addicted, egomaniacal um, uh, brother. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, hey, I met the unicorn. And then you have to go, he didn't mean, he meant that metaphorically. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually met the unicorn. And you ever see an octopus on land? An octopus with shoes? I meant that. No, he means that as like the animals are becoming humans and they're losing. No, I didn't mean anything like that. <laughs> I meant an octopus with shoes and a hat. And you're like, fucking, like, someone, get you, someone get God out here and some coffee. It's a bit like, it's a bit like God is like Trump and the rest of them are like the Republicans. Like, because the other way, they're always like, Trump says something and they're like, oh, he, he didn't mean that. That's just like the liberal media twisting. And then five seconds later, he'll, he'll be like, no, I meant it. And they're like, oh, it's actually good that he meant it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I meant it. And also, you're fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, you're a pig. Yeah. And I fucking meant the thing about the unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, but but Hillary, Hillary says, but Satan, but Satan, Satan was a snake. Remember, Satan was a snake. Well, yeah, but like, then why is God talking to the snake? I've been talking to Satan. He's a great guy. He was very nice to me. We had a very nice conversation. You know, I think he's, I think he's a good guy. He's going to be good for us. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's able to do a Trump impression. But like. No, sorry. You commit to it. No, but the, and the thing about the Bible here, to bring up another one of your classic impressions, the thing with the Bible is like it's in, you know, Jordan Peterson is crazy about the Bible. And right, he's yeah. Like, this is in every, this is in, I can't do it. This is in every story. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know Harry Potter um, you know any anytime someone's resurrected it's just like see you know it's, just, it's Jesus yeah yeah every, every culture has a bible and you know the way, what you don't find in the bible is a trans people yeah <laughs> that's good yeah I can I can sort of like you know you, uh, yeah, I sort of lose it and then I can do it but yeah. it's like yeah so so, 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 so yeah so Jordan uh, Jordan uh, up yours woke Marlis <laughs> <laughs> I would rather die than do that. <laughs> You're getting closer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Jordan, what do you think about the book of Job? What does it mean? Uh, <laughs> I can only do what I'm saying certain things. Right, so you, you you can see the book of Job in... Nah, I've lost it, sorry. <laughs> oh, no! This can't be the end of the podcast. I can't. Abandoning your impression. The problem is I can't I can't think and do the impression at the same time, so I have to know exactly what I'm saying. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, It has to be written in front of me. Like, I can't... Uh, you got to get more yeah. of your body, Dad. <laughs> you you got to just... You, gotta just uh, you, you need something in your mind that will make you get into the character, like... Like, you know, when I get into my impression of uh, Tamira, <laughs> I always just think about sister, sister, and then I am her. Yeah. But like, could you do, could you say something else also, in, the, in this sister, sister the song? Helps. What? But, well, <laughs> well cut, cut the video, cut the video. Cut, cut. <laughs> uh, no, it was like, so like you can do that sister, sister, but could you change the lyrics and still keep the tune? Oh, Brother, brother. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, it gets kind of harder. Like, I get you. Yeah. I get you. Uh, but no, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get, I'll get my Jordan Peterson down. I think I want to get Jordan Peterson, and also feel like I could do Ben Shapiro because it's just there's no there's nothing to that. You just talk really fast, like yeah, yeah. And you you and him have the same spirit. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's different uh, beliefs. 
Yeah. I mean, look, one of these days I'm just going to pivot to be in, you know, one of those like right wing. Uh, we'll, well, technically, technically, you know. Yeah. Logically. Logically. Think about it. There is only two genders, biologically. Mm. How is there not? How is there not? And it's like they're, they're, and they're like trying to protect women. And women are like, stop trying to protect us. We, just, <laughs> we have some questions. And they're like coming in and being like, yeah, we're on your side. You're like, Fuck. yeah. We, we, we want to, we care about women and also, but also they should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you know, I, the Bible, you know, I, I, you know, I am, uh, you know, I have my, uh, you know, I, I, I've read a lot of, you know, spiritual stuff like, um, you know, a lot of the Bhagavad Gita and Eastern Buddhist and all that kind of shit. So I'm not, I'm not a Buddhist or anything like that, but, you know, I've, I've read, um, you know, the Bhagavad Gita and the, um, uh, what's the other one called? Oh, shit, I forgot, but the, the, the Hindu one. And, uh, uh, the Upanishads, um, um, but like you know, because I I am incredibly sacrilegious when it comes to uh, G- Jesus, even though he was a fucking nice guy. It sounds like I actually think yeah, seems he like would good be, guy. He'd be cool to hang out with if I had a dinner. I might invite him. Uh, uh, well, except he does that thing where like he answers a question with a question, which is very annoying. Like man, basically you, every spiritual person does. I that. know, yeah, and it is annoying. <laughs> like that's the goal. there needs to be a straight talking spiritual guy. Oh man, you don't know. That's Muhammad. You don't want that shit. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, Muhammad was like, no, yeah, yeah. Maybe to, I do. <laughs> you have to beat them with a rod, and you're like, you're being too specific. I like the. You need the mystery, so you discover the Buddha within. But I, yeah, because but I'm see, I because I'm not sure. Because look what we're saying right now. This is fucking blasphemy. Let's face facts. We're fucking heathens. This shit. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think I call God an alcoholic, egomaniacal, <laughs> uh, main, um, uh, lunatic. So yeah, th- like that was, yeah, that was you. I, I was an Indian. I was, yeah. I was an Indian. I, I was I was just literally describing the Bible. So if that's sacrilegious, then I guess the Pope is sacrilegious. <laughs> you and the Pope have long gone. I no, because when I was in India, I was in this monastery, and I actually did fucking curse about Jesus as a joke. I got a big laugh, but it was like it was one of those laughs, like whoa. Oh right, it's okay. Like they just discovered that co- that type of comedy from me, right? Because they, they would consider him like a prophet or something, wouldn't they? Or, well, yeah, you still. It, you they, put, firstly, Christianity is pretty big over there. Yeah, and they're very, um, they're, they're very, um, um, they, they they pay heed and homage and uh, you know a lot of that um, uh, dedication and worship, uh, devotional practices. Like they really, they really think about sacredness and stuff like that. So they would consider Jesus very sacred. Pro- not a prophet, they would, uh, whatever word they would call him, you know, they would consider him a type of Buddha. So, uh, so yeah, so, so I was just like, yeah, fuck Jesus. And they were like, Woo-hoo! I was like fucking, I was like Lenny Bruce for a second. But man, I'm fucking sure one time I, I, was, I, had, se- I had sex against a church in Portugal. I'm pretty sure that's against the whole that's thing. That's probably, yeah, that's probably breaking. Well, you're, you're against it. It's not, no, you're not in the okay church. No, that's only okay if you're a priest. <laughs> So maybe I'd be welcome in the in the in the in the, uh, in the old. Uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing we're doing political comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we're just about like I don't know. Do you want to talk about the uh, the the woke moralists, <laughs> the sexing people? Like, uh, we're just about in an hour, so we could do that, or we could wrap it up. What's sexing? Oh, it's like the people online who like want sex scenes banned. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so what's the sex? So which sex scenes were you reading about? Uh, I think they're mad about. Oh, this is like the the. So sex scene. So there's the the kind of the super left 
sensitive, overly sensitive people because they're trying to, you know, they're trying to fit. They were trying to fix Roald Dahl. Trying to fix I don't know if you can read. I don't know if these are the same people. These are sort of Twitter people, but I think these are like sort of uh, very young kind of like just sort of weirdos who don't really understand. They don't seem to understand the difference between a movie and reality. Like, and I think these people have always been around because I mean, you'd always hear about like people who would play like the bad guys on like Carnation Street and stuff would talk about people like coming up to them and like attacking them and like screaming at them and not understanding that it's a character they're playing yeah. that they didn't actually you know whatever you know murder someone yeah. on the show. Like, yeah. So I think it's people like that because it's like basically they were trying to make the sex they were trying to be like the sex scenes are it's not just I don't like them it's that you know I didn't consent to watch a sex scene uh, so it's like you're sort of sexually assaulting me by putting a sex scene in a movie <laughs> and making I mean of course you can not watch it like yes but so did, and but then there was another person who was like and the people in the movie didn't consent to have me watch them have sex okay and and, and then someone was like no, I mean, I think the actors, like, they knew, they read the script and stuff, yes. they signed up for it, they knew people were going to watch it, and, he's like, and they were like, no, I don't mean the actors, I mean the characters. <laughs> so the oh. fictional characters didn't consent Uh-oh. to have you watch them. Oh my God. So this stuff really worries me. That yeah, well, this, well I mean, that, that's obviously an insane person, like, like that's like... <laughs> this energy, so that, like, that energy does exist, like, and it used to be more so the, it would still exists on the right, but like the religious right. And now it's like the secular left, super left, uh, wokey, sensitive people. But the people on the right would be like, like normal people. Remember that, that beautiful show that when I finished that show, it was 6 a.m. And I, I, at the very end of that show, the last scene when the end and the credits came, I walked outside of my house at 6 a.m. in winter and just went up the mountain and just sat down in the mountain for like half hour. Watching the sunrise and thinking about stuff. I didn't even know what I was thinking. About. It, was just, it just felt like it felt like you know, in like a like a in a uh, Stephen King novel where there's like a noise and then everyone like becomes like a, a everyone gets overtaken by a noise and so right, walking right. in a direction. I just watched the end of uh, of this romance with Paul Mescal and Daisy, and I just stood up and just walked to a mountain. But in fairness, but, that was also beginning of COVID, so like everything felt like super dramatic. Like it was true. like it's true. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah. so so. But my why I brought why besides that why I bring this up. The, I heard this lady like uh, yeah, this very religious. You know, she's on the radio and she was saying, I don't, I you know, I don't think it was all right. That you know, she had lashes naked. She's yeah, naked. yeah, that wasn't okay. Love you. Ring up Joe Duffy. I think when it was yes. first on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of that kind of stuff. And but yeah. that's like that's religious right. Yeah, conservative, very conservative. But these people they masquerade as like very liberal. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's. it's but they the are sh- quite kind of conservative, really. It's like, the shoehorn. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the sh- a sh- a horseshoe. It's the you know you go far enough right and you go far enough left, you end up at the same spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's worrying as well is that what it's just that like basically all these like these tweets were going around everywhere. And people were talking about it, but like the people saying it were just random people, probably teenagers, like just yeah. like. But because they said it on Twitter, it's like a proclamation that yeah. might as well be nailed to the church, like, and everyone has to talk about it. But it's like, there's no reason to, Yes. there's no, this isn't, and it, it becomes a thing of like, there's a lot of discussion about sex scenes and where they should be mad, yes. but no reasonable person is saying that. So, he, so it's, it's just, but we're talking about it, like, because. So, so here is what Twitter has done, right? The, stu- the, the simple-minded like uh, uh, companies and like RT and all this fucking bullshit 
Uh, <laughs> they treat, because it's written on Twitter, even though that person is literally taking a shit and woke up at 1 p.m. And, yeah. and fucking covered in whatever, chocolate, whatever, and just like tweeted it. Uh, they treat it like it's fucking Moses with, like it's been chiseled into these pieces of brick. Yeah, and yeah. And it's the Ten Commandments and you must take it seriously like yeah, yeah it's a it's a statement it's oh my yeah God. it's yeah. like yeah. and it, and then but then it's they're, they're looking for the craziest thing so we're we're elevating the the stupidest craziest opinion yes so obviously that's not going to end well <laughs> <laughs> like that's like they're literally trolling through this thing and trying to find the the stupidest thing they can yeah. and then and then write an article about it like yeah so it's literally like going to like some crazy homeless guy on the street and being like what's your take on this like yeah. and then you know making that you know being like i think we should debate this in you know congress <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i think we should rip off all our skin to check who's a lizard okay yeah. we want to take that into consideration but what was the what was the sex scene that was what were the particular sex scene they were talking about oh i think i don't know i think it's like the new uh the new euphoria guys show like is it hasn't come out yet but there's been like controversy about it like uh he's a different show yeah he's got a new show with like lily rose depp uh, and the weekend. Ah, uh, no, that is out. Uh, the idol. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's out yet, but it's like, but there was there was some like Rolling Stone article about the like making of it, and people on the crew didn't like it and stuff, and thought it was like I don't, but like, and obviously Euphoria is like full of sex and stuff. Yeah, and is like clearly you know a uh, a, a horny middle aged man doing yeah. like a sleazy show. That's all. But then I mean, who's watching it? It's all the kids. Like it's like teenagers that was watching it. You Jesus know? Christ, man, that fucking show. Like I. And to tell you the truth, it it does this thing. This is the the bring it back to Michael Jackson thing, which he, he has never been convicted of any of these <laughs> But it is euphoria at times. It for, at sometimes you're like, what the fuck? Like it is full on porn. Yeah, yeah. And like it's like there's this scene where this uh, girl who I find difficult to even look at her. Like this is a this is a serious. This is this is one of the 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 crosses I bear. This is one of the dragons I have to slay. This is a big part of my inner life is when I see women like this, I can't look at them because I'm too in love with them. <laughs> like I see this girl and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting upset right now because I'm not near her. Which, which, which one is this? Can you say her name or is it going to be too uh, what's much? What's her name? It's, that, it's um, Cassie. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, who's yeah. a great actress. Yeah. She's, she's been in a lot of shit. But uh, like, there's this scene. She's, uh, anyway. See, this is... I actually... Maybe they're right. Maybe they should get rid of sex. Because this shit is fucking me up. The porn I watch, it's changed me. I used to be a decent boy. And now I am a rotten little pervert. Because it is fucking porn. Like, like there's this scene where she's literally telling this guy to tell her to fuck other guys. Or, or, no, to tell her who, who she can talk to and who she can't talk oh, to. Oh, I think I've seen that, yeah. And, the guy, and then the guy like, I don't chokes them. And you're like, holy shit. And then you're like, this show really should be banned. But then that Brian Levinson guy, he'll make an incredible yeah. episode. Like, just, like Rue, which is weird about it. What's her name? Um, um, Zendaya. She has zero sex. That's what's weird. Yeah, she doesn't do any of the sex stuff. Like, so yeah. it is like, but actually, like to be honest, that must make the other girls in the show feel kind of shitty because yeah. it is like she's obviously the star, yes. and it's like, and he's doing other movies with her. So obviously, he like he's like, oh, I respect you. You're a great actress or whatever. It's like, yeah, you just do the serious acting. 
And then you whores going, you know, yeah. take your top off. <laughs> How many Instagram followers do you have? Yeah. Half as much as Zanea off at the top. And nobody else is like, everyone else's plot line is just about fucking and she has like other stuff going on. No, but but nobody else thing. gets to do anything like. That's the thing. Her scenes are amazing. Like there's this one episode. It's like, it's like fucking like, it's like 70 minutes. And it's her um, coming on, her mother finding out you know, she's back on, you know, everything she's on. All these pills, all the all the stuff she takes, all the opiates, and it's amazing. Like the whole, it's this big tracking shot of her like shouting at her mother and breaking down and coming in and out. Like it's an amazing scene. Like the momentum, the momentum, and then she comes into another room and her uh, girlfriend, um, um, uh, um, Hunter, is there, and this other guy who told whatever, and then she like finds out they're there and screams at her and tells her, and she's like coming off like a heroin and, and opiates. And it's wild, like it's amazing. And then the rest of the episode is her breaking into houses and like running from the cops and puking, and it's wild, like right, yeah, incredibly shot. And then, and then the fucking next episode is just every other girl with their tops off getting fucked <laughs> in the toilets, like. And they're like, "Hey, could our character have an arc? Yeah, yeah. Fucking the arc will be fucking Kong arcing yeah. over your back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Get more Instagram followers and we'll talk." Yeah. And it is actually because it's also. I mean, I've only seen like the first season, but it's uh, yeah. We should wrap up like uh, it's uh, it's like the the bad guy, the like evil guy who's like he's also clearly meant to be like super cool. Yeah, and like so it is. It is kind of a pro like abuse show or like a pro. It's just because it's just like he's obviously a piece of shit. Like yes, but then everyone loves him and he always wins. Yes, and he's like, and he's like a handsome guy, and it's like he's he's a villain, but you're clearly kind of meant to root for him, like. Oh, you just and especially like yeah, and if you were like, uh, if you were like a teenage boy, you'd be like, well, I want to be like this guy. I don't yes. want to be, I don't want to be like that loser Mac Miller drug dealer. <laughs> like those those are your only two options. Like uh, Mac Miller. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is funny with that kind of stuff. Like obviously, it's difficult to make things. But... It's, it's the same as Skins. Like Skins, like. The main guy Tony was like the bad guy, but he was also also like super cool. Like yeah, so he but he got hit guy. by a bus. I actually too. Yeah, he got his comeuppance. Like he uh, got his comeuppance. <laughs> it's a bit on the nose comeuppance. Right, <laughs> oh so yeah, Freddie's brain damage in season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, that was a good show too. But th- they're similar shows. Gives yeah. euphoria, same energy. Like, but what? But in it, yeah, the guy never really gets his, his comeuppance. The gorgeous guy who gets with every girl. He doesn't get his comeuppance, and also he he gets to justify why he acts the way he acts. Oh yeah, because he's got a sad backstory. Yeah, his dad like, is he's gay, yeah. or whatever, and uh, and he's cheating on his mother. Like, there's definitely a bit of you can imagine Sam Levinson being like, uh, this is sort of a fancy for him be, to be this guy. Like, oh, well, yeah. so that's kind of what he's writing. Like, yeah, yeah. That's and, he, and he's like, oh, is my daddy didn't let me, you know. He, he told me to be quiet on the set of Rain Man when I was making too much noise. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Man, sure, that's... He made fun of me to Tom Cruise when, oh. we were, when he was coming for dinner. <laughs> You'll see this someday, Dad. I'm Tom Cruise. Yeah. He's like, Xenu. All right, let's wrap it up. Okay, yeah. Folks. Uh, it's been another episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Keep, keep listening. Like, share, and subscribe. Yes, right? sir. Yep. All right. Bye, well. kids.